Hello and welcome to another episode of Daily American Presses Chatting with Abby. As always, I am so happy to have you here. I can't believe that anybody listens to this podcast. And um, yeah, it's just a blessing to have you. And I really enjoy engaging with you after the fact when people comment and, and challenge me on ideas. Last week's episode was about the conservative approach to fat positivity, and I got a lot of really good discourse after the fact, and I really appreciated the thoughtful responses. And some of y'all gave me some things to think about that I had not even considered, so I really appreciate that, and thank you. Today, I want to chat about standing up for what you believe in. If you're conservative, do people know you're conservative? And if they don't know, why not? And I'm not asking if people know Patriot 275 with the dog profile picture is conservative. I'm asking if people know you are conservative. Do your coworkers know? Do your gym buddies know? Do your friends know? Does your community know? A lot of us spend a pretty significant amount of time yelling on Twitter, speaking our minds on Twitter, saying all the things that we think on Twitter about Joe Biden and about the government, the progressives and the leftists and and the culture wars. We spend a lot of time speaking our mind on social media platforms and arguing with strangers about how messed up this country is getting. And that's not nothing. Speaking out on social media is a valid way to make ourselves heard. The left doesn't want our way of thinking to exist at all. They want to criminalize it, they want to end it, they want to censor it, they want to shut it up, they want to make it go away completely, and they certainly want people to believe that we're a fringe radical minority, so speaking out on social media is a way to combat that. We need to, to use a leftist word, normalize conservative ideas. They're going to keep trying to censor us on social media, big tech companies are, are going to keep expending resources trying to stop certain ideas from getting out there, certain ideas from getting traction. And I do think it's a good thing that we're just continually speaking and draining their resources and forcing them to keep censoring us. I like that. I like that we do that. However, we cannot just be speaking out on social media. Many leftists believe us to be a fringe minority because they don't know any of us in real life. Or at least they don't think they know any of us in real life because so many of us, for various reasons, will not stand up against tyranny anywhere but our anonymous accounts online. If a leftist knew that five of his co-workers that he knows and likes were conservative, he might start having a very different view of how conservatives deserve to be treated. It's much easier to call for the ill treatment of conservatives when you don't know any. It's much easier to dehumanize people you've never met. It's much harder when you like the person and the person helped you out the other day. It's much harder when you know conservatives in real life. Imagine the difference we could make in public perception if everyone who was conservative was publicly conservative. Not even loudly conservative, just out of the closet. That's all I'm asking you to do. Get out of the closet. (laughs) You don't have to be obnoxious with your house plastered in Trump signs, unless you want to, but don't keep it a secret. So many of you are out there acting like being conservative is something shameful, a taboo to keep secret, not something you want somebody to know. And you wonder why we as a movement are doing so badly. 
So many of us have strong beliefs that we refuse to sign our names to, that we refuse to apply in the real world. We have beliefs we will quote-unquote fight for, but only as long as it poses zero risk or discomfort to us. We'll fight against mask mandates by yelling about mask mandates online, but we never risk getting kicked out of a restaurant or a dentist's office or worse, arrested. We become a really weak society. We don't, we don't really seem to know or have any idea what it means to fight for something anymore. And that's why we're losing. So many of us refuse to even put our names and faces on Twitter next to our beliefs, much less stand up for those things in the real world. And I want to talk about why. The most common excuse that I hear is I would lose my job. I can't stop masking. I would lose my job. I can't admit to being a conservative. I would lose my job. I can't be seen at a protest because I would lose my job. I can't donate to a conservative campaign because those records are public and someone might find out and I would lose my job. I can't allow my name to be linked to my tweets because if somebody found me on Twitter, I would lose my job. I can't refuse vaccination because I would lose my job. Or I have to be vaccinated to travel for my job. And if I can't travel, I will lose my job. But where does it end? If if not losing your job is like the, this thing, like the, the one line you won't cross, where does it end? Pretty soon it'll be, I can't refuse to vaccinate my children because if they're not vaccinated, they won't be allowed in schools. And if my kids can't go to school, I'd have to take care of them at home and then I'd lose my job. And then I can't refuse to vaccinate my baby because then I can't drop him off at daycare and I would lose my job. Or, how many times have you gone along with something you don't agree with? Not just stayed silent, not just kept a secret, but gone along with the leftist mindset, the leftist way of thinking, nodded along, used the pronouns, said Black Lives Matter, encouraged your kids to go along with it in order to keep them from getting suspended so that you don't lose your job. I think a lot of us are sacrificing what we believe in at the altar of our jobs. But I'm, I'm aware that a situation in which you could lose your job or you could lose a chance at a promotion is not an easy situation. But let's, let's look at this. Let's be honest about it. Are you really okay with giving your labor 40, 50, whatever hours a week you're putting in all that work you're doing with your hands, all of that value you're adding to the world. So much of your life is spent at your job. It's so much of who you are as a person. Are you really okay with giving that massive piece of yourself to a company who not only hates everything you stand for, but thinks they own your mind, thinks they own your heart, thinks that it's okay to fire you on the basis of your beliefs, thinks that it's okay to demand that you think and act in a certain way, even outside of the workplace, thinks that they have control over your speech outside the workplace. That's become increasingly common, and it's increasingly scary to me. If you can't even speak up about your beliefs because of your employer, then you've got a really dangerously unhealthy relationship with your employer. And if your employer is requiring that, 
and you're acting like you have no way out of it, you're a slave. You've allowed yourself to become a slave. Companies can't survive without customers, but they also can't survive without labor. So in my view, any company that's that hostile to truth and freedom, that treats their employees like slaves, should be boycotted from both ends. Don't buy their products and don't work for them. In my opinion, giving them 40 hours a week of your lifeblood is so much worse than buying a $40 product. You have way more impact taking away all of that labor from them than by taking away the purchase of a small product. Now, again, I'm perfectly aware that especially if you have a family, you can't just walk out of your job without having something else lined up or having some sort of plan. Of course. So make a plan. Line something up. If you're working for a company that would fire you if they saw your tweets, assume that eventually they're going to find out. You're not going to be able to keep a secret forever. If you if you really if this is something you really believe in, if you're really conservative, they're going to find out eventually. With the way that this world is going, they're going to hunt you down. So you better fight now than lose later, right? You should be actively looking for other work. There are a few exceptions to this, of course. If you're working in a sphere like education, where conservatives are desperately needed, and we really can't afford to abandon that whole industry, stay put. You're, you're past the front lines of the fight, you're in deep cover behind em- enemy lines, and we need you there. If you're willing, do what you have to do to keep fighting on the inside like that. Keep masking, get vaccinated if you have to. Whatever you're willing to do, keep fighting in there. I applaud everybody in education in particular who's behind enemy lines like that. But if you're not working somewhere like education where you can quietly, secretly do a lot of good, then please recognize that your silence and compliance is hurting the conservative movement more than your yelling on Twitter is helping. I think a lot of people are quiet and keep their taboo little secret and go along with things that make them feel really ashamed in real life. And then by the end of the day, they're so angry that they go online and they just vent out all this hatred against leftists and all of this vitriol that's ugly and unproductive. And it's, it's just a way of coping with not standing up for those beliefs in real life. I think that that I don't think that everyone who's really angry on Twitter is not standing up for things in real life, but I do think there's some correlation there. If you're really serious about fighting for the survival of this nation, if you're really serious about fighting against tyranny and fighting for the safety of our children, you've got to find a way to stop making your employment your excuse not to do anything outside the safety of anonymous Twitter. I hear a lot of people saying... Well, I've got to feed my family. But what use is it if you keep your job, but inflation increases to the point where you still can't feed your family? Or you keep your job, vaccinate your kids, and your your kid dies of the vaccine. Like, what use is it that you kept your job? There are bigger costs here than your paycheck. And I'm not trying to, 
I don't like it when the left uses fear porn, so I want to be careful that I'm not using fear porn. Maybe your kid's going to be fine, and you can just vaccinate them, and it'll be all, all be fine, but that's not a risk I would take. It, it really isn't. Um, one thing you can do with your employer is is make them fire you. Make them give you that severance package. Severance can be a really great windfall if you've planned well and have a new job lined up, or at least enough to get you through a couple months while you find new work. Another thing you can do is to line up new work and then quit and just make it clear on your way out the door why it is that you're leaving. Oh, by the way, I was conservative and I hate all your liberal policies. You don't have to burn the bridge, but be honest. Stop hiding huge pieces of yourself because you're afraid of other people and what they'll think of you. Many, many companies are desperate for employees right now, and companies that value liberty deserve your man hours more than companies that do not. And a lot of conservative companies really, really need the, your talents. You just gotta, just gotta look and find it. I'm not saying it's always easy to find other work that will pay your bills, but at least try. At least be actively looking for an alternate where you can be free. My cat's being crazy. <laughs> I'm not just talking here, too. I've, I've done this a couple of times. I was working part-time about 15 hours a week for a bakery. In response to Omicron, the owner, who is a friend of mine, began to not only require that all employees mask, but that all employees also force customers to mask. And even though this owner is a friend of mine and I knew she really needed employees, I quit on the spot. I couldn't, I couldn't go along with that. I recognize that I could do that because it wasn't my only source of income. I have a full-time job as well at an organization that doesn't presume to police my political affiliation and my Twitter account. And I'm really blessed to have a job at that organization. But I also had to go out and look and apply there and decide that they deserved to have my time and talents more than somewhere else. Here's another example. I worked for a restaurant full-time out of college. It was my only source of income. And it became a horrible place to work. I, I realized after a while, that it was a terrible, terrible environment. And I was pretty desperate to get out. And it took took several months. I was actively looking for a way out. I was sending out applications and doing interviews. And I, I kept getting closed doors. Um, and it was, it was tough because I was working with you know, not having an, a degree at the time and, and trying to get out of the food service industry, which is really all of the work experience that I had to that point. It was really hard. I'm not pretending that it's easy to just find a new job that, that fits what you need it to be, but I am saying that it's possible. It's only impossible if you're not even trying. And I think so many people convince themselves that they're stuck. And so instead of trying and failing and risking that disappointment of failure they just don't even try and it's so sad to watch humans be stuck in positions that they could change or just not not trying i imagine that you want to be free to speak your mind i imagine that you want to be able to put your name to your twitter account that you want to be able to participate 
in the conservative movement to go to protests, to, to not leave, live in fear of being found out and fired. I imagine that you want those things. And, and maybe it's more complicated than just having a job you're afraid of losing. Maybe you're afraid of what people around you will think of you if you come out as conservative. Maybe you really are ashamed of associating with conservatives. Maybe you believe parts of the leftist narrative that conservatives are kind of kind of gross, kind of awful, and you don't want to cop to it. Maybe you're afraid of losing social capital, losing certain friends, losing certain relationships. I know that this whole thing, this divide between left and right has really torn some families apart. And maybe you're afraid of your family getting torn apart, that you, you know that there are some people in your family who would utterly reject you if you came out as conservative. And I just want to challenge you that a relationship that's based on conditional love, that a relationship that requires you to constantly lie about who you are and what you believe is not a good relationship. That's a toxic relationship and it's worth losing. Maybe you right now you're afraid you don't have the words to defend your position to any talks you might receive. You you know what you believe in your heart, but you're not willing to come out with it because you don't you don't know how to meet the response. And and I've been in that position too. Please be aware that I'm talking to myself here. I'm guilty of saying things online that I don't back up in my real life. I'm guilty of calling a woman a he because she wanted that. And I wasn't brave enough to risk conflict in that moment. And I didn't really know what to say in that moment. In principle, I know what my response to trans people is. But in the moment when I meet a trans person, I'm still not good at at knowing how to respond in a way that isn't mean. Because I don't want to be afraid of hurting people's feelings, but I, but I also don't want to be just a nasty person. So there are things I'm still figuring out. I'm guilty of nodding along to things I don't completely agree with in order to avoid confrontation. Sometimes I just don't want to have a fight, don't want to have an argument. So I nod along and I lie in order to go along with it. I'm guilty of putting a mask on when the sign says to if I don't feel like causing a scene, if I don't have the energy. I'm guilty of all of this. I think most of us are. And I'm not asking you to be perfect all the time or never have a moment of weakness to be to be on all the time. But I do challenge you to to really start fighting and to ask yourself what you could do better and to work on those things. I'm working on being better all the time. If you're not able to come out publicly as conservative at the moment, if you're really not able to, you're still working on finding that new job, something like that, there are things you can do anonymously. You can donate to good campaigns, subscribe to conservative media like the Daily Wire or the Babylon Bee or Blaze TV, support anyone you believe believe in who's out there fighting in a way that you can't these these are things all of us should be doing anyways if if we possibly can but meanwhile i challenge you to figure out and name the reason why you're not fighting if you're not fighting and then do something about that reason instead of allowing yourself the excuse and sitting back and letting the rest of us fight for you because there's not enough of us for half to sit back there's just not Ideally, we'd all be speaking up 
as constantly as possible. We'd all be violating the mandates and refusing to comply and refusing to go along with lies and things we don't believe in. We'd be attending every protest we can and calling our school boards and attending city council meetings and calling our representatives and talking to our neighbors and coworkers and persuading and recruiting people in real life. It's much easier to persuade people in real life than online. Have you ever noticed how impossible it is to change anyone's opinion online? I think I have managed to get people to think of a nuance that they maybe hadn't thought of before. Someone who's already on my side that we're just kind of workshopping the ideas. But as far as flipping a leftist, I have I don't think I've ever done that. That's so rare. <laughs> But it's much easier in real life to just by being a good person that they know to convince them that conservatives aren't bad people. Like all you have to do is prove it with your life sometimes. We need to make our existence and our numbers known in real life. There's a lot of us. We need to show them in a way that they can't block or censor. We need to show them that we're not crazy, racist, radical, conspiracy theorists that we're thoughtful people that they already know and like. They just don't know we're conservatives yet because we've been quiet for too long. I've said this before and I'll say it again. If ultimately you're not willing to stand up for your beliefs, then you don't really believe in them. Not really. If you're not willing to stand up, if you're not willing to take on any risk to fight for freedom, then it's, maybe you don't, deserve it. Maybe you deserve to lose it. If, if you're not willing to fight for your freedom, maybe you deserve to lose it. And with that, I'm going to leave you. I'll see you on Twitter.